Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Home Green Homes Podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka, a green realtor in Los Angeles and the host of the show. Today's guest that I'm honored to have is Mark Bueller. Mark is a certified residential appraiser with over 25 years of experience in California. Mark has found a niche in valuation of resource-efficient green homes, which are becoming increasingly common. Mark has recently presented on the valuations of solar and green property at appraisal institute conferences and state coalition meetings. Mark is also presenting the Accredited Green Appraiser Continuing Education course for Build It Green in the new course called Valuation Resources for Solar Photovoltaic Systems. Mark enjoys teaching real estate professionals about appraisal matters and how they can impact their business. Mark is engaging and entertaining speaker and always willing to share his knowledge. So I'm so lucky to have you, Mark, on this on this show. Thank you so much for making yourself available. And I'm dying to learn about how the greenness of the properties affect the appraisal. So first, I, can, uh, I would love to ask you, what green appraiser mean, or how, does, how is it different from quote-unquote regular appraiser? Sure. First, let me thank you, Izumi, for inviting me and reaching out to me to uh, participate in this. I really appreciate that. Oh, thank and you. I'm always willing to get the word out there about uh, this little green niche that we live in. Um, and mm-hmm. as far as what the green appraisers do, or what does it mean, you know, to be labeled as a green appraiser? The the difference between a green appraiser and a um, one that isn't, I would say, is an appraiser who's been educated in the elements or the what we call them the pillars of green and in our day-to-day practice, when we would go to a uh, property or question uh, a homeowner about their property, we would ask questions that dig deeper than most uh, typical appraisers might when we start to ask them questions about um, energy efficiency upgrades and, and green features perhaps that they've added to their homes. Um, and and the, to be a green appraiser is is to be, you know, um, educated in these matters. And there's actually rosters and um, uh, lists and and, uh, registries of appraisers that have completed this type of education that if a realtor had a green property, uh, I would advise them to look to those lists to find a a competent appraiser in this matter. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you. So you mentioned pillars of green. So what would that be? Did you say three pillars? Um, there's uh, the course that I teach with um, Build It Green. We touch on five of them. Some some uh, green okay. teachings go to a six. But mm-hmm. the five pillars of green are site development, water efficiency, mm-hmm. energy efficiency, materials, uh, uh, material selection, and health and indoor air quality. Those are the five okay. um, that when we're talking about labeling or certifying a home as green, those are the, the main categories that, that a home can gain um, points, so to speak, um, off of a checklist in all these different categories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So um, if if it's not too much of a trouble, if you can briefly tell me what those five things are in terms of what you look for when you go to uh, a property and what what do you look into in terms of site and and water and energy efficiency are fairly um, obvious and common knowledge these days, but probably materials and door qualities are something that people may not be so keen to or uh, knowledgeable or aware of. Um, can you can you briefly tell us a little bit about those? Yes, absolutely. So, um, the site development has to do with uh, where the property, where the building is placed on the site and how we can mm-hmm. um, we can set up drainage and irrigation and such and 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 point the house in a direction that is uh, optimal for uh, passive solar which is just taking advantage of the sunlight um naturally mm-hmm. uh and, and shading mm-hmm. um so we can mm-hmm. we can set up the site you know the lot uh in our terminology um right. if we have you know a, an option in our area you know it's densely densely packed area here in southern california they're tract homes and they mm-hmm. just are placed where they're placed but that's site development water efficiency <clears throat> has to do with um the use of water on on the site so most of the water mm-hmm. use is going to be in the irrigation so reclaiming water right. and reusing water from in the home uh gray water mm-hmm. and and even black water for irrigation uh, mm-hmm. energy efficiency is one of the things that an appraiser can actually quantifiably measure based on their usage mm-hmm. and their billing um so mm-hmm. we would look at um you know, some energy efficient items. In fact, on the appraisal form that we fill out, there's actually a line on, in the form for energy efficient items. And a lot of times you'll just see dual pane windows or, you know, we might mm-hmm. more recently we're seeing solar panels in there, you know, so that's an energy efficient item um, mm-hmm. that would right. that would help to that um, portion of the green checklist. Material mm-hmm. selection, you you might go into a home and notice certain things, you know, if you're, if you're educated on it. Um, some of the items in the house say a, 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 a mini split heating system. Um, mm-hmm. uh, certain things might clue you into the fact that, oh, these people have an, an interest in, in, in an efficient home and, and lead you mm-hmm. to ask more questions about that. You know, do you have anything else here? You know, do we have mm-hmm. a heat recovery ventilator or an energy um, ERV or HRV and, and, and start to ask questions and open up um, the dialogue to that. The hardest one of all to measure is the health and indoor air quality and for anybody to even truly notice it except for the occupants of the home um, Mm -hmm. that has a lot to do with uh, the ventilation and and the Mm -hmm. filtering of the air and and the building of the home you know so Mm -hmm. uh, building science plays a lot into this where we're interested in the building envelope and the air um, air sealing and such so Mm-hmm. These are items that are really difficult to see and to quantify. Right. The materials we we can go, we can see, you know, cork flooring and and uh, you know, sustainable materials in in a home, in which, like I said, mm-hmm. it might lead us to ask more questions of the homeowner. Right, right. So, how about the um, VOC materials like paint and sealants and stuff? Those are things you can't really see. 
would that fall into the air quality, indoor air quality uh, pillar? Yes, because of the off-gassing that those VOCs, mm-hmm. volatile organic compound paints and, and um, sealants do possess, they're going to mm-hmm. um, they're going to adversely affect the indoor air quality. So we right. can't see the insulation. We can't see the framing of the home. So what an appraiser relies mm-hmm. on is a robust mm-hmm. documentation and proof because right. they're not going to um, – just take it at face value if somebody tells them, you know, that we've built 16 inches on center and we have our 38 um, insulation, they're going to want to see some documentation to verify that. So that's the big challenge for an appraiser in in valuing a green or energy efficient home is to actually verify what's been done. So there's um, home energy rating scores, you know, he scores and her scores, that give us mm-hmm. a lot of documentation about mm-hmm. um, the level of upgrading and energy efficient upgrades that are in the home. So mm-hmm. these types of documents mm-hmm. are crucial um, to give to the appraiser so that they have something that they can verify this data with. I see. Now you mentioned he and hers. <laughs> it's interesting, but um, that hers is uh, that he is uh, home energy, or is it home efficiency? I know home energy hers score. is home energy, right? Okay, and hers is home energy rating system, right? Correct. Yes, and hers one is rating. the Department of Energy, and, and one is um, ResNet's. Um, right. Yeah. So, so a he score those, is mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. a he score is done by uh, an energy rater, a home, home energy mm-hmm. score, or an or HERS score is done by a home energy mm-hmm. rater, and they're going off of a checklist and they're checking the home to see um, what type of features they have and they're scoring them, and it's mm-hmm. it's interesting because <clears throat> the he score goes zero to ten, the ten being the best, and the her score goes. It can actually go below zero up to you know mm. as high as you know over 100 mm. to 200, but the lower the score, the better. So one oh, a high score is best. Can is highest on uh, the he system, and on the hers system, a zero or in some cases even below zero is a highly efficient home. Mm. Interesting. So those documentations would help the appraisers to appraise, and how about the certifications? There are a number of certifications these days that that kind of verify the quote-unquote greenness of the uh, properties, and uh, I know that, I know of, uh, of Pew, LEED certification is one of the bigger ones, and, and it's, I know that it's extensive to get certified. And there are things like green point rating system. And what other uh, certifications are there available in Southern California or California that you you as appraisers um, uh, can use? Well, there are a number of different um, organizations out there issuing certifications on homes. LEED is typically for commercial. LEED for homes is for residential. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Um, so, lead touches on the same um, pitch, pillars of green, um, and, mm-hmm. and 
it is a more expensive program from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, Energy Star has one. Earth Advantage has one. The common ones in our area are Build It Green, has their green point rated. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's, you know, there, there's a number of them. It just depends on the area. So as you move across the country, you'll see different um, mm-hmm. different certification uh, companies out there that are that are issuing mm-hmm. these certifications, but they're all based on the same mm-hmm. basic criteria, and that's what would help an appraiser to, um, like I said, to verify the materials and the things that we can't see. We can't see behind the walls. Mhm, mhm. So, so here is the the big question, right? So when you when you are able to verify those features, so-called features that are considered green in all these different categories, do they actually affect the value of the properties? How do they yes. how do they affect the prop, property value? Well, the value there's been a number of studies that have been done on labeled or certified homes um, versus mm-hmm. the standard, you know, code-built home. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Over the years, there's been a lot of them. Um, one of the largest ones was done by um, Lawrence Berkeley Lab, and they, they studied over 20,000 homes in a, a number of different mm-hmm. states, and they came up with a premium for that, and they revised it back. And there was, uh, you know, the, I think the general consensus is that it does add value um, mm-hmm. The percentages have ranged anywhere from you know four to nine percent increase in value, mm-hmm. but really that has to be a, a collaborative and team effort when when we're talking about how much extra value does it add. It's very important that the realtor involved in the transaction is able to demonstrate that premium to a buyer mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. If, if a realtor can't sell a home with a green label at a at a higher price point then an appraiser can't really extract any extra value out of it. So this right. is crucial to the process is, you know, having realtors that understand this and how to sell a property that's labeled like this at a premium. So there's courses mm-hmm. out there, the NAR green designation course for realtors um, that teaches a, a realtor how to market and, and um, demonstrate value and sell these properties at a premium. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a number of realtors out there that have gone through that, that coursework and you can tell on their MLS listings, they've uploaded into the supplements, you know, the, the energy score rating um, and mm-hmm. some of the other items. So it's a mm-hmm. team effort. You know, I mean, that we can cite the studies and say, yes, this, uh, a certified home would sell for 4% more, but, we need a little bit more help than that because we want to see a true market reaction to that yeah, certification. Right. Yeah. I I so agree. And and interestingly or unfortunately, there are so few green designated realtors. I mean, I'm one of the I'm one of them, but you know, the considering the number of realtors out there in Southern California alone you know, the ratio of green designee is so small. And, and well, for someone that, like you, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, that's true. But so <laughs> but, but here is what, <laughs> so, you know, when I first contacted you, we had this conversation. 
Um, so I, um, I have a property that I'm selling and I need to get appraised, but I don't get to call you and say, hey, Mark, can you come and appraise this property? Because we, we just kind of turn it over to the lender to find, assign the, the appraisers. So how can, we, how can we make sure that we get people like you who understand these green elements and, and the value of the green homes? Yes, that's a good point because of the way that the mortgage arena, you know, lending arena has, has changed over the years. Um, we don't have a say. Uh, the lender doesn't have a say and the realtor does not have a say in which appraisal mm-hmm. comes to the home. The system has changed. So, um, and I, I have advised realtors and I continue to advise realtors that if you have a home that's unique in any way, um, when the lender when the lender's appraiser contacts you, you need to make sure that they are competent, not a key word in the appraisal world, that they mm-hmm. are competent to handle that type of a property, whether it's an oceanfront property, a lakefront property, a, or a property that's um, a green property. So mm-hmm. there are um, rosters of appraisers. The Appraisal Institute has a um, a panel that is called the, uh, of appraisers that have taken the sustainable valuation uh, coursework, and you can go to that and look for one there. But really, mm-hmm. I, th- I think that um, a lot of realtors are under the impression that they're not allowed to speak to appraisers about anything. Well, mm. that's not true. You can speak to appraisers about just about everything except for the value. And by mm. that, I mean, you can't come running up to us when we pull up in our car and say, this house has to be worth a million dollars. You know, we're not going <laughs> to have that. That's, a, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's, it's not, we can't do that. So, but what you can do when that appraiser calls a listing agent to schedule the appraisal is you can ask them a series of questions. How, you know, have you ever appraised a green certified home? You know, have you done appraisals mm. in this area? Have you done an oceanfront home? Have you done this? And if, if you don't like the answers that you're hearing, you can go back to the lender and, and ask them to provide um, someone who's competent. And they can go to the Build It Green or the Earth Advantage or the Appraisal Institute website and look up um, from that list of appraisers that have completed that education and choose from that list. Right. So I keep hearing you say competent. So when we when we call the lender and and uh, request an appraisal, can we actually say can we uh, get a, a green appraiser? Is that is that a okay thing to do? Yes. Or you can't say that. You can. Yes, I would. I would highly recommend that if you have a green okay. property. You're going to, going to need to mm-hmm. find somebody who's competent in that. And as an appraisers, if we are not comfortable or competent in valuing a particular home, by our rules, mm-hmm. we have a competency rule, we are to withdraw from that assignment or become competent um, before mm-hmm. we complete it. So, right. yes, absolutely. I would advise finding someone that's competent in whatever property you're selling. If you're selling, mm-hmm. you know, mansions in Bel Air, um, you're going to need a, a someone who's who has experience with that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So how how um, how prevalent is uh, are your people like green 
What's the percentage of the appraisers who <laughs> I know you that's a screen appraisers part of, yeah green appraisers have i mean are there a lot of green appraisers out there today? I don't think so no i don't um oh. in california we we do we have trained a lot of them uh, um i do a, a accredited green appraiser training the appraisal institute mm-hmm. has the evaluation of sustainable buildings program um there yeah. are a number of them in California. Uh, mm. And, you know, California is is a little bit ahead of many of the other states uh, in this sure. area. So being here, you have a bit of an advantage. But, no, not a lot of appraisers are are um, are competent in green appraisal. I'm doing my best to get out there and teach as many as I can. <laughs> right. Currently, yeah. the big the big issue for realtors and appraisers currently is solar. So, and that's not necessarily a green feature, but mm-hmm. it is an energy right. efficient feature that is becoming a pain point for for all of us that are involved in in the lending process. Um, mm-hmm. Bank underwriters, uh, lenders, realtors, and appraisers. It sounds like it. It. it uh, probably similar to the ratio of the realtors as to green realtors, you know, with the appraisers. I'm sure that I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many appraisers are out there, but it sounds like it's kind of a similar situation, but uh, you just, you just mentioned um, the uh, next question for me, which is the solar panels. Now um, in, in 2020, we're going to have to have all the new construction is going to have to have renewable energy. And I think by default in Southern California, it's going to mostly mean solar panels. And so how do you think that's going to affect the appraisal of, you know, values of homes? Well, do you have any prediction? The state, yes, the state building code is changing for residential homes are required anybody breaks ground after January 1st of next year, mm-hmm. these homes will have right. to be built to what they call zero net energy. And that's for residential commercial is in 2030. Mm-hmm. And the state has a goal mm-hmm. of going, you know, to renewable energy sources by 2045. So mm-hmm. it will affect the value. Um, and it will also affect the way that homes are built because a new home builder won't, a smart new home builder that's looking out for his bottom line is not going to, achieve zero net energy by putting up a lot of solar on the roof, they're mm-hmm. going to start building homes differently. And the building science that right. we learn in green, green building mm-hmm. is going to become mm-hmm. more prevalent. So what might be considered a green home today might just be mm-hmm. considered a code built home in six right. months. You know, this is right. for people who listen later, this is being recorded at the end of July in 2019. So in January of 2020, building code changes, and what we might consider green today would just be considered code built by the new building. Right. Code. So right, the right, value right. is the value attributed to solar. Appraisers are having a hard time extracting the value from the market. Again, mm-hmm. perhaps because realtors are not able to sell the benefit or appraisers are mm-hmm. not um, willing to look at other approaches to value other than the comparable sales mm-hmm. approach. If we were to look right. at um, the, the, you know, a quantifiable uh, source would be the savings in your electricity bill. 
for right. the amount of electricity that a solar photovoltaic array would produce and convert that into mm-hmm. a value based on what your electricity company charges you for electricity. Right. So these are a exactly. couple of the methods that I teach in my solar class about looking at it a little bit differently and saying, well, yes, this is going to produce, you know, say $100 worth of energy every month. We can do mm-hmm. something with that number. We have an empirical number right. there that we can, we can do a discounted cash flow or we can do some sort of a, uh, an analysis and determine it that way. For yeah. the challenge is, yeah. again, realtors are not selling homes with solar for a premium in some cases. And if they don't, mm-hmm. then we can't extract a market reaction or a, um, a, a, the amount of value that that, the, that solar adds to a property. That's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that if we are uh, selling a home with solar on the roof, uh, we should be pricing them higher, right? Well, is that too simplistic? I, I would think that a I would think that a a well-informed buyer might mm-hmm. be able to recognize the value of having a no or a lower electricity bill. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Versus a home that has say $200 a month electricity bill. To me, there's mm-hmm. value there. And Exactly, um, yeah. So that you know, that is what realtors need to understand and need to demonstrate mm-hmm. to buyers. Because a lot of times we mm-hmm. run into these issues with solar, the buyer's not willing to pay any more money for it. The realtors are exactly. able to really explain and demonstrate the benefit of that. And right. therefore we end up selling a home with solar on the roof for the same price as the same exact house across the street that has no mm-hmm. solar on the roof. Mm-hmm. That makes it hard yeah. for appraisers to extract any value from it. If they all sell right. for the same amount, um, if homes with pools sell for the same as homes with no pools, an appraiser would derive that a pool has no value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it sounds like it, the challenge for both me as a realtor and, you know, I don't know if maybe as for you as well, is to really inform the buyers how what those values are. Yes, and um, in the mortgage arena, we have um, mm-hmm. Fannie Mae selling guidelines, and so it becomes very complex there. And this mm-hmm. is what I, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I express to other appraisers that we really need to determine how do they own or do they lease. You know, how did they right. get those solar panels? So there's another mm-hmm. list of questions that we need to ask when, when someone has solar right. on. Home. Um, I see right. you have solar on in your home. How much did you pay for mm-hmm. it? Or first, first thing right. an appraiser would ask is, do you own it or lease it? And mm-hmm. they would say, we own it. And then you would ask, well, how much did you pay for it? And if they answer, we didn't pay anything for it, well, then you're not clear as a homeowner. You, you don't own it. Chances are <laughs> you are leasing it or you have agreed to a power purchase agreement there where you're buying mm-hmm. your energy at a reduced price. Right. Um, so there's some oh, you nuances may have financing. And, mm-hmm. and financing creates another scenario where if, mm-hmm. if the solar has a loan on it and the solar loan company has filed a, a personal property lien, a UCC mm-hmm. filing, right? then by the Fannie guidelines, we are not 
as appraisers to give value to that because it's still considered personal property until that lien is removed mm -hmm. when it's paid off. I see. So the issue right, for realtors right. is typically what's going to happen in the in the purchase transaction for a realtor is that lease, that power purchase agreement, they can be transferred, but most often they have to be settled by the seller and paid off. Same mm -hmm. with the solar loan. Mm -hmm. Right. Because Right. As a buyer, if I'm a buyer, I may not want to assume your lease. I might have been able to exactly. negotiate a more favorable lease. Right. And j just because right. you paid $25,000 for solar panels doesn't mean that I'm willing to pay that. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, that really becomes a marketability issue for realtors. It's not as much yeah. an evaluation issue for appraisers. It's a... Mm -hmm. uh, it becomes a marketability issue for realtors. It's a real struggle at this point. And until we all learn a lot more about this and it becomes more common, um, I think we're all going to have this as a pain point. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Mark. We're running out of time. Uh, so if anybody wants to find you or get some more information around this issue, how can we find you? Um, I'm, my company is called CMP appraisal so you can find me there at um c as in charles m as in mary p as in paul appraisal.com um i okay. also have a website called appraisesolar.com where people come to sign up for my uh, solar courses appraisers for their ce and Great. yes you can reach out to me there i'm always available to help my uh, fellow real estate professional thank you so much Again, this was Home Green Homes Podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka, a green realtor. You can find me at homegreenhomes.com. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time. Thanks. Thank you so much, Mark. Thanks, Izumi. Hope it turned out good. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. Thanks a lot. I'm going to grab this call. Bye.